Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Viewers at home, what you're about to see is disturbing footage. What you're about to hear, if you're listening, is extremely graphic. If you have small children with you, you might want to have them leave the room or cover their ears and eyes. Are you ready? All right. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. Try wasabi? No. Do you want to try it? No. Okay. Wasabi. Do you want to try it? Smell it first. Help. I hate people. My name is Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Do you want a balloon? And now. Hey, Kevin and Bean. Did you know diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes. Our feature presentation. See, starting off the show with a big laugh, you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Help. (laughs) Help. Oh, it's the saddest, sweetest, cutest thing, and I love it so much. My favorite YouTube video. Is it? It is. Is it really? Yeah, in the world. I watch it when I'm down. Really? Yeah. And you're like, life's not bad for that? For real. For people who don't know, a little child Mm -hmm. uh, is offered... You heard it, wasabi, and then they eat it, and then their their his little face oh just gets contorts contorts and just help, <laughs> and that's it. It's so good. and also a lot of people like backlashed it. Oh yeah, and called it like it's abuse. Evil. Sure, I, I don't think so. No, you do it with kids for their reaction with lemon and yeah. whatnot. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Wasabi is a bit different than lemon. Come on, but fun. it got that video, so I say give all your kids Listen, wasabi. As an upcoming father, if it's going to make you Instagram famous, I'm going to do it to <laughs> it, you. Oh, it's geez. worth it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you'll hang your kid over a, over a balcony railing Absolutely. if it makes a great video, right? I will blanket him. <laughs> exactly, yes. Well, welcome into another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's a Wednesday. It's the 13th of February, Valentine's Day Eve. We have a very big show today, including something coming up in about 20 minutes that I think we're all a little bit nervous about and excited about. Well, it's perfect, Am I right? perfect Valentine's subject. <laughs> yes, so we'll tell you about that. But first, this is something I've been trying to get to for the past couple of days, but we've been very busy. It is still one of the most read and most commented on stories on the Washington Post website, and it's about Pete Hegseth from Fox News. Mm-hmm. This is the guy who announced on the air two days ago that he has not washed his hands in 10 years. Man is an idiot. If he was telling the truth, and that's part of the debate, let's listen to how it unfolded on Fox News, and then you guys tell me what you think. As I told you, my 2019 resolution is to say things on air that I say off air. I don't think I've washed my hands for 10 years. (laughs) Okay, so when he sets it up with, I'm going to start being honest, I'm going to start saying things that I maybe used to not say on the air, and now I'm going to, he said, the premise, his premise is that I'm about to say something true. Yeah, like a truth Mm -hmm. bomb, baby. Like, I'm getting into it. Like, I'm I'm down to my truths. Like, (laughs) for sure, not kidding. 
It doesn't sound like he's kidding to me either. No. The reaction from his hosts, though, is uproarious laughter. They clearly think he's kidding, right? No, I think they think it's ridiculous. It's like if someone, like when I was talking about my Cheetos thing, you guys all laughed. Mm-hmm. It's like when someone says something that you're like, oh, my God. Like, right. they're not, again. But it's still your truth. It's my truth. Mm-hmm. It's so not a punchline. There's no punchline there. Mm-hmm. Do you think they believe him, I guess, is what my question is. Do you think they, or do you think they, they think he's just being silly? No, I think, they be- I think they believe him, but it's silly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> really, I don't, I, I don't really wash my Someone hands. Someone help ever. me. No, so, help yeah. me. I, I inoculate myself. It's just not, germs oh, are not a real true. thing. I can't see them. Okay, wait. Germs are not a real thing, by the way. Okay, mm-hmm. quick, ask him about God. Quick, <laughs> right. Someone do it quick. Um, also, what? ask him about Wi-Fi. Do it all very fast. <laughs> I can't see them, therefore they're not real. So you're becoming immune to all of the, all the exactly. bacteria. Exactly, I can't get sick. Okay, there's so much wrong with that. There's I so, think, so much wrong. I think there he's kidding. He's making a joke. He's like, exaggerating. He's now. exaggerating it now because they're into it. They're laughing. Yeah. He's like, how can I get a bigger laugh from my two co-hosts? So you don't think he believes that germs are not a no. real thing? He can't? No. Okay. But and you does. don't think he believes that he is... Uh, like, you know, the theory is you expose yourself with the, with the flu shot, for instance. You expose yourself to a certain amount of flu. You're not going to get the flu. You don't think he believes that, hey, I'm immune to everything because I let everything get on my body. He could possibly think that. And honestly, I know people freaked out about this a ton. People very much did. I I think you'd be shocked at how many people do not wash their hands. Oh, don't I, say that. Absolutely. Honestly, there what are, are you times that on? There are times when I am in the bathroom and I'll see people come out of the bathroom and like do that split second like, "Oh, someone's here. Guess I better." Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think people wash their hands as much as you would hope they would. After a two? After anything. uh, (laughs) According to Newsweek, uh, Mr. Higsworth's comments were sparked by a conversation over day-old pizza. Apparently, he had eaten some slices that were left out from the day before, so Mm -hmm. they just sat in the box in the kitchen all night, out, out, not in the fridge. Mm -hmm. And he defended himself by asserting that pizza lasts a long time. And that was the off-air conversation that led to, I guess, the on-air conversation about washing his hands because he just... He's not worried about germs. He later said in an interview that, uh, you know, that he said, we live in a society where people walk around with bottles of Purell in their pockets. They sanitize 19,000 times a day as if that's going to save their life. I take care of myself and all that, but I don't obsess over everything all the time. But, so, I mean, no one's asking him to obsess over everything. They're asking him to wash his hands. It doesn't sound hard. No. Yeah. It takes seconds. Yeah. At, at least once a year, you're saying, go ahead, and, <laughs> go ahead and put a little soap and water on your digits, right? Please. I mean, so, uh, this is how we all get sick. Like, this is how we get sick. Yeah, it's mm. it's definitely spreading germs, yes. for sure. And people in food service and things like this is just... Right. Please, wash your hands. Uh, why do you think they have to have signs up in all restrooms, in restaurants? Yeah. Because people literally do not wash their hands you, as much just, as we'd hope. You're basically describing a nightmare right now. I know, yeah. but I think it's something we need to focus on as a nation. And kudos to this guy from Fox News. Only time I'll ever say that for bringing <laughs> up this discussion. For being an idiot. <laughs> he did, He did. Um, I think, very well in just a few seconds represent Fox's view on science, though. Okay. I have to say, he definitely was on brand with that. It is harder to be mad at him about global warming when you find out he doesn't wash his hands. And he doesn't believe in germs because he can't see them. All right, so important lesson learned, I guess, is what y'all are saying. Uh, 
I don't want to learn that. I'm just saying, uh, keep an eye out in the bathroom next time. When okay. somebody else comes out, you'll notice, a, like, oh, God. Start here. wrestling to the, to the ground and insisting they go back there and watch? Yes. All right. I'll do it. Let's talk about today's all-new Kevin Bean show. Take it off the internet. It's disgusting. We don't want that. Well, I think you do want this one today <laughs> because Jensen is going to be debuting a new feature today. He is apparently now obsessed with fast food news. Yeah. I love the industry. I'm one with them. Okay. So we're going to uh, find out what we need to know about what's going on with that. Speaking of food, somebody, are we going to out the person who's having trouble saying no to Girl Scout cookie purchases or no? I mean, if they want keep, to. I mean, if you want to say it's Dave, fine. Oh, oh, well, I don't, I, I, okay. oh Allie. All right. So this, it's that time of year where the pressure is on, the heat lamp is on to buy kids from, you know, to buy kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this the season? Because I usually wait. <laughs> we just opened our own pizza gate. I usually like to get them closer to the holidays because they're so cute. You just proved Alex Jones right, buddy. (laughs) So there's a lot of pressure in the workplace or even walking by somebody uh, with a little table out in front of the supermarket. Do you you have to buy Girl Scout cookies every time you're offered? Are you breaking hearts if you don't? We'll discuss on the program today. Our friend Taylor Williamson will be in here. We love Taylor. He's one of the funniest guys we know. That's great. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. We've got a gift guide on what not to buy. I know you think a Roomba is something that your significant other will love, and maybe she will, but maybe not for Valentine's Day. Maybe just on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll discuss. And the thing that's coming up just after 6 that I'm uh, especially excited and nervous about handling with delicacy is one of Ted Bundy's, serial killer Ted Bundy's survivors. Yeah. She got beat in the face with a club, got her jaw broken, the whole deal. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but he turned and left the scene for reasons we'll get into with our uh, with our guest Kathy Kleiner. Um, she all, she being bit also contributed to the DNA evidence that led to Ted Bundy's arrest and conviction. Yeah, everything so she, that went down that night is the reason he is not only dead but mm-hmm. put behind bars originally. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's terrifying, and and she sounds like, and we'll get into this with her. She sounds like somebody who was able to get past it and not let the worst night of her life define her life. And I give her an awful lot of credit. So that is going to be, I think, a super interesting interview. So that's coming up just after six. Don't miss it. Allie's got what's happening next when we return on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hey, it's time for What's Happening. Here's Allie. Um, I need you guys in a bit to check out the LATimes.com piece on the fast food french fry power rankings. I just sent it to Bean. Okay. I saw a lot of response even yesterday. People are already up in arms about this. Well, we need to discuss it um, Mm -hmm. because we need to get Mayor Eric Garcetti out of office immediately. Yeah, he he doesn't know what he's talking about. And it's scary as an overall thing. Thank you. Like, if you can't tell me that In-N-Out fries are garbage, are the worst ever. I don't want you here. And for you people that are about to get on Twitter and say, you just have to ask for them. Well done. No, I don't have to ask for people to cook their food. No, those fries are soggy garbage. And Eric Garcetti tweeted because they're soggy garbage on this power ranking. They are the lowest. He said, respectfully disagree. In and out fries do not belong in the lower left hand corner of this graph. Yet you know what? They don't. They don't even belong on the graph. They don't belong anywhere in life, Mayor Garcetti. Get out of office. Fatality. I doubt that he is from Southern California now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I almost feel like he illegally came across the border. 
and doesn't know anything about America. He is not a human as far as I'm concerned. I yeah. feel like even in and out would agree with the chart. Right? They're like, we agree. <laughs> you have to ask him for them to be done, which and is I, crazy. And I, and I will say that there certainly is a battle at the top. I mm-hmm. would way go McDonald's over Five Guys, but I do understand that both camps have their hardcore supporters. Well, Steak and Shake is up at the top with... Uh, with McDonald's. I didn't see the graph. Did they allow curly fries in? Um, A waffle fry is on there. Okay, so Jack in the Box is... Yeah, yeah. actually, Arby's curly fries are on there. They're very good. They're very good with very the good. seasoning. Very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. delightful. As I, today, I will become the fast food correspondent, so I'm, I'm proud of this. Excellent, yeah. excellent. But uh, Now, is it fair to compare fries... I know we'll talk about this another time. Is it, mm-hmm. is it fair to compare fries that... That are boosted by seasoning versus fries that are like a McDonald's fry that's just using salt? Yeah, that's full package. Absolutely. Because okay. you can put seasoning on in and out fry. Guess what? Still garbage. <laughs> I'm telling you, they are the worst. They They're are the good. worst. And honestly, people that say just ask for them done, uh, it makes me crazy. Can you finish the food? That's what you're asking me to say. Yeah. Yeah. This this isn't finished. Could you just, I don't know, put it in the fryer for four more minutes? It is like walking up to in and out and being like, hey, can I get some fry skin? Because yeah. that's what I feel like you're, oh. you're ordering the skin. The skin, Was and then the... you pick it up and it's all blue. I'm yeah. droopy fry. <laughs> oh. Was the uh, the biggest surprise on the list, though, how rep- how high Del Taco represents? Yeah. You know, people love their Del Taco fries. For good reason. Love them. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is interesting because I think that was the argument of uh, Robert Garcia, who is, um, who is Robert Garcia? He's uh, the mayor of Long Beach, who then said... Who knew this was going to get so political? This got political. He said, respectfully disagree. Hold on. Oh, that that was... That was actually political. That was uh, about abortion. No, that was... uh, (laughs) No, he said, actually, mayor. So first of all, Robert Garcia from Long Beach, actually Garcetti, which I'm all for in this case. Actually, Mayor, I have to agree with the times. And my two fave fries are McDonald's and Del Taco. They're at the top of the list. To which, of course, Del Taco said, it's decided we're moving to Long Beach. (laughs) (laughs) I do love love that Eric Garcetti yesterday canceled a bullet train, but this is what's getting the most press. I'm telling you. (laughs) Telling you. Oh. People have very strong feelings about their French fries. Well, yeah. as they it, should. He needs to resign. So I think we're all on board with that. And Mayor Garcia needs to become the mayor of Los Angeles. Absolutely. Right. So if anybody knows Mayor uh, Robert Garcia down there in Long Beach, let mm-hmm. them know. He doesn't have to move up here. He can still. Yeah, we don't need him. Yeah, he yeah. can still do his stuff from Long Beach. But if he you know, wants a mansion in Hancock Park, it's his. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm writing him in now. Okay. Excellent. You guys hear about Travis Scott's Astro World show on Monday night that was canceled in Oklahoma? No. Well, about an hour and a half ahead of the scheduled sold-out show, Travis Scott tweeted that he was so sorry he couldn't perform. His show features elaborate theme park experience, like an onstage roller coaster, and he said, We had last-minute production issues, and I can't give y'all an incomplete show. Rescheduled to March 26, all tickets still valid. Everyone get home safe. And then the, I guess it's called the Box Center, B-O-K, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, tweeted the same, Sorry, we have to postpone this, blah, blah, blah. But that didn't stop people from... You know, throwing stuff at the building, (laughs) uh, cracking a glass door. But here's my favorite part. Fans crowded around a barrier in front of the venue, chanting, let us in. What? 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 (laughs) What are you going to do in there? (laughs) What do you want to do? 
do? <laughs> maybe, there. Were, maybe they were homeless people just pretending they had tickets. <laughs> there are video uh. of insane fans. They're chanting, let us in. Hmm. Why did that delight me so much? They're like, they I want a churro. They should have let him in. Well, uh, instead... Um, Police use pepper balls oh. to disperse the crowd. That's what got it on the news originally. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, that is different yeah. than letting them in. That's very different. But what? Why? What do you? What? What do you want to do in there? It doesn't make much sense. No, no, it didn't. You guys. Hey, are you uh, in New Hampshire for Valentine's Day, and you need plans? I am. Excellent. The Nashua Division of Public Health and Community Services are hosting a Valentine's Day event that offers free testing for sexually transmitted diseases, hepatitis C, (laughs) and HIV. Organizers hope the Valentine's Day theme will help reduce the stigma surrounding STDs and encourage people to talk about the important issues. I kind of respect it, New Hampshire. Well done. Isn't it romantic? That's what I'm saying. Hey, we're just before dinner. Let's head on down there. Let's go get a quick herpes test. (laughs) Just a good look over our mouths. Just in case it goes well, it'd be nice to know ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. So during dinner, you'll forget that you had a swab put in the tip. What? Hey, let's talk about some birthdays, shall we? Okay. Henry Rollins. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was Chip right there. Uh, Peter Gabriel, Robbie Williams, and Jerry Springer. Jerry. Jerry. What? Jerry. No Jerry Springer? Well, I didn't have any advance notice. I didn't have it up. Oh, you have Jerry Springer's birthday in your eye, Cal. I did. Come on. And Jerry Springer. And that's what's happening. (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This would be an excellent time for me to say, if you are one of the people who enjoys the Kevin and Bean Show with the family, including the younger ones, maybe dip out for a few minutes. Because this one's not for the kids. But you should definitely go back and check it out on the podcast because we're going to talk Ted Bundy. This man on the FBI's 10 most wanted list has been captured in Florida. Suspected of dozens of sex killings in Washington State, Idaho, Utah, and Colorado. The discovery of the skeletal remains of six women. More than 20 young women in five states. Beaten and strangled. Abduction, nude bodies. We found the parts of four skulls. Sexually molested. Legend. Rape. At least 36 sex killings. Mutilation. Necrophilia. Sexually mutilated. By mouth, by teeth. Bite marks. He had sex with them after they were dead. Why did you do it? If you are uh, old enough to remember the Ted Bundy crimes back in the uh, 70s, then it's uh, just a horrifying reminder of how terrifying and frightening it was. And if you're young enough, maybe you've just heard about him in the history books or you've seen the Netflix documentary or you've heard about the Zac Efron movie that's coming out. But for our next guest, it is more than that because she was very nearly one of Ted Bundy's victims sheer luck she got away and she's still alive and doing great and here to tell her story right now as we welcome kathy kleiner welcome to k-rock how are you kathy thanks i'm fine sir how are y'all doing Good. We're doing great. I almost don't know where to start. I'm just, I'm, I'm, if I can be honest, I'm a little bit nervous talking to you because I want to be sensitive to the awful thing that you went through. But when I read your Rolling Stone piece, it sounded like you have figured out a way to put the worst night of your life behind you and not make it define the rest of your life. That's true. I hope, um, I hope that's what people understand and get out of, of what I'm talking about and who I'm talking to and helping people, I hope. Yeah. Why is it you want to talk about that awful night where Ted Bundy came into your sorority house and broke your jaw in many places? Why, why is that something you want to kind of relive even in an interview? 
I um, I was attacked by Ted Bundy, and I am living life now, and I'm enjoying what I do. I have dreams that I'm fulfilling, and I just think um, I'm enjoying myself. Yes. What do you think it is, Kathy, about you that's so different from other victims from that night, families that won't even bring up his name? I know people react to trauma in different ways, but how were you able to not only seemingly get past it, but want to help other people by talking about it? Well, um, to get past it, I actually read everything I could at the time. I watched every movie that was out there, every article, and I found that as as I learned more and more about Ted Bundy, it erased him as, as evil as, as he was in my mind. He was actually a person that personified himself and, and showed what he wanted people to see as far as um, being good and, and helping other people on the hotlines. And, and I found that knowing all that made him the person instead of the evil thing I didn't know about. So I think talking about it um, and reading about it has helped me heal. And I feel that everyone who's a victim of anything has strength inside themselves. They just have to find it and use it to help them get over it's amazing. Wow. Kathy, another thing, too, with all, all the true crime podcasts that are out, and obviously with the Netflix special and the upcoming Zac Efron movie, a lot of people are quick to say that these are rehashing things. They almost bring them back and glorify them in a way. But you don't have that feeling. Is is, is making him dreamy Zac Efron in a movie, Is that are we are we promoting Ted Bundy, or is it something that you think helps you know, like people understand what, what, what could happen again? I believe that um, it is telling his story by his his view the way he wanted to be seen again but also i want people to know that he's he was any normal guy walking down the street and you didn't know the evil in him until he wanted to do that and he attacked and did what he did because that was his other side of him and he was in control of that as he was showing people what he wanted them to see so at that point i think that glorifying him is a little um, overboard, but I believe that um, in knowing that he was normal and such an evil person, I think people need to recognize the tales or the signs that they can pick up. It's, it's possible that evil walks around. It does. Wow. Are you, um, are you at all involved as a uh, contributor or advisor on any of the various Ted Bundy projects that are out there or coming out? No, um, I was not contacted by any of the recent movie and the documentary. And I want to say that the documentary on Netflix that was called The Confessions of a Killer mm -hmm. or The Bundy Tapes, I think that really shows him as he wanted to be seen in the beginning and that as he broke down and as he um, went close to um, as as he was ready to be executed, that he was totally out of control and totally begging for people not to kill him and to let him live. And I think it shows that he crumbled down just as he made his victim crumble down. And I think that was a good, um, a good episode to watch. It didn't show the victims. It didn't show our lives. But I don't think in that format... It was necessary because it was his story. For you to be able to see him now as not the monster that most of us view him as, but as a person and a human, is that how you forgive or did you forgive him? 
I don't think I ever forgave him. I tried to understand him. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know what was in his head and and understand that he was he was evil to begin with and right. I got over it, but he never did. He broke down and his his last days were uh were I hope very terrifying and scary to him. We are uh, speaking with Kathy Kleiner here on the Kevin and Bean Show. She is a Ted Bundy survivor. She was a sophomore at FSU in 1978 when Ted Bundy came into her sorority house. And before he got to your room, he killed some sorority sisters of yours, Margaret Bowman and Lisa Levy. And then you and your roommate, Karen Chandler, just got lucky, right? I mean, the fact that somebody pulled up with headlights that illuminated the room, you know, made him turn and run away. But he had already done a great deal of damage to you. Do you have any repercussions from having your jaw broken and being hit over and over again with that piece of wood by Ted Bundy? Um, I do have acute TMJ. I've had several surgeries on my jaw since the attack. Actually, two years ago, I had another surgery. When he attacked me, my jaw was pretty shattered. And I have uh, pins in the joints on, by my ear at those two um and then i have a wire in my jaw to keep it put together because it was shattered uh, scattered so bad when uh, the police came into your room they had thought you were shot in the face correct yes when um the paramedic first came when he hit me um my cheek was um flapped open he hit me so hard that it, it opened my cheek and i bit my tongue and i couldn't talk and I remember the paramedic said, it's okay, we're going to take care of you. You've been shot in the face. And that's what they thought because there was so much blood and my cheek was, was opened. So I remember hearing that and going, oh, man. And I, I passed out at that point. After a long period of recovery, did you ever go back to FSU to graduate? No, I did not. I, um, I did not. I went home to Miami to recuperate. And I ended up having... Having my life continuing and going back to school was not something that I was needed to do at that point. It wasn't that I was scared. It's just because I was doing other things in my life. And going back was not something that I cared to do. Understood. Last question for me, Kathy. Did you attend the execution when they finally, they finally took Ted Bundy down? No, I did not. I didn't think it was necessary. They asked if we wanted to as far as my mother and father also. And it wasn't necessary to do that and be there, I don't think, at that point for us because we were over it and it just was going to happen and we wanted to know it happened and then move on. You have so much strength that you are sharing with other people via interviews like this and your piece in Rolling Stone. I hope that you are going to write a book to help others figure out a way to use your techniques to get through tragedy. I am. I'm in the process of putting it together. I know it's going to be uh, something that um, I will have to go through and write down a lot more than I'm able to talk about at this point to get through it. So it's going to take a process, but I definitely, definitely want to do that. You are awesome. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, and I'm so happy your life has worked out as well as it has for you, and we very much appreciate the time here on K Rock today. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me. It's Kevin and Bean! K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jensen, we're getting ready to uh, introduce a new feature mm-hmm. called the Fast Food Report. What's this all about? Well, I'm a big fan of the QSR. You know them? Uh, QSR. The quick service restaurant. The oh, fast food establishment. I'm one with the industry, so mm-hmm. I know all the terms. And I figured, what better way to tell you about what's going on at your favorite chain restaurant than through the fast food report? KROQ 106.7 FM, through the magical wonderment of radio airwaves, brings you the fast food report. With your dude with the lowdown on chain restaurant food, Jensen Carp. Pooped my pants. He'll get his hands dirty with grease and face covered in cheese. He's your direct line to delicacies and calories. He's Jensen Carp. Take it away, gumshoe. What? <laughs> All right. Oh, hi, everybody. Uh, Sounds sexy. Yeah, no, I'm here for your old-timey news. Uh, listen, I'm going to read you guys some upcoming brand-new delicacies out of fast food restaurants that you know, and you're going to okay. tell me if you're into it or not. Okay. Easy. Very easy, very simple. Uh, okay, here we go. If you listen close, you can hear angels singing because McDonald's has made it official. Starting February 20th, you will be able to purchase the brand-new McCafe Donut Sticks. At most Mickey D's locations. All right, you ready? Mm -hmm. These thin, sweet morning additions will be made fresh exclusively during the first meal hours. Promise to arrive warm and sprinkled with cinnamon sugar. Crunchy inside with a soft and doughy inside. For those looking for a visual, imagine like mozzarella sticks, Mm -hmm. but donuts. Like a churro. Um, Prices, let me tell you prices so you can take it all in. Prices will vary per location, but expect $1.69 per six. $3.29 Three twenty nine for a dozen, and some stores will run a promo: half a dozen sticks and coffee for two fifty nine. Initially, these were tested in Illinois in early two thousand eighteen, but the rumors that they were being released has hovered over the last few months. So I ask you guys: eat it or beat it. Oof. I think a donut and coffee is an American tradition, and the fact that it's on a stick, which I think makes it a lot easier for commuters, I'm I, I think I'm a yes. Eat it. Uh, is it on a stick or is the stick edible? The well, stick it's is not just a stick. The shape. It is a stick yeah. itself. It's okay. like a mozzarella stick. Right. Yeah. Uh, I. It's a, a finger. A donut finger. Okay. Well, now I'm out. No, I. I am <laughs> allergic to cinnamon. However, I support this for everyone. Okay. You got got two yeses. Two yeses. Through this Sunday, Wendy's is heating up the great 2019 bacon war by offering free Baconator fries every day this week. Mm. All you have to do is purchase anything through the Wendy's mobile app, and you'll find yourself with raging cholesterol levels and judgment from your practicing Jew friends for no additional charge. (laughs) Baconator fries feature the chain's natural cut skin-on sea-salted fries topped with warm, creamy cheese sauce, shredded cheddar, and crispy applewood smoked bacon. The oh, off- it's a low-calorie yeah, item. No, this is for the health nuts. <laughs> the offer is valid at every Wendy's nationwide, a limit of one order per fries per day, and I ask you, eat it or beat it. Uh, I have a pig-free life, as you know. I mean, I have a lot of pigs in my life, but none of them in my belly, so I have to pass on this. I will not eat the bacon. Beat it. I will take any and all pigs that he's passing on and put them right in my mouth. Eat it. All right, the split decision all on right, that one. Split it up. And that's not all for Wendy's this week. You may know, uh, everyone knows Coca-Cola, right? But mm-hmm. I have a surprise for you. There's a new flavor oh. available exclusively at Wendy's locations through the end of the NCAA March Madness Tournament and then rolled out nationally. So everyone will be able to get it even at supermarkets. And that flavor is orange vanilla Coke. 
Oh, it's like a creamsicle. It starts this coming Monday, the 25th, but will also include Orange Vanilla Coke Zero. The mix was first introduced for a very limited time in Canada last summer, and now the new release will mark the first new flavor in 10 years. Some people who've tested it have said it's like dipping a creamsicle in a soda. With that in mind, drink it or sink it. Uh, I want to be in line to eat to drink uh, the very first cup of it. Yes. Strongly, yes. I am going to bathe in it. That's how excited I am. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big, big thumbs up here. Yes. And now for Fat Burger News. The classic West Coast-based chain is teaming up with makers of Frank's Red Hot Sauce. To oh, make... that's the best hot sauce in the world. It's to make Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Chicken Sandwiches. Available for only a limited time, it's featuring the brand's crispy chicken, but smothered in Frank's Red Hot Sauce and topped with shredded lettuce, tomato, all sandwiched between freshly toasted sponge dough Fat Burger buns. The new sandwich will uh, have a six seventy five. $6.75 price tag, but that could vary. It's the glory of fat burger chicken sandwiches with the type of spice that usually you reserve for chicken wings or hiding the flavor of your aunt's awful meatloaf. With that in mind, eat it or beat it. Uh, you had me at Frank's Hot Sauce. I adore it, and I am in line already to eat that sandwich. Yes, please. I think I'm going to pass. Ooh, I'm sorry. It. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to pass. Passes. What's your problem with it, Allie? I don't love uh, things that are spicy unless I want them to be spicy, and I don't think I have control over the spiciness on this. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, 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 this one's hard for me as a man with acid reflux. I would clearly want to eat it. But mm-hmm. in the long run, I would probably have to beat it because of my butthole. Beat it. Because of your butthole. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. Guys, that was the very first Fast Food Report. Signing off for Carol Q 106.7 FM. That was the Fast Food Report with Jensen Carp. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Don't forget K-Rock Storm's Bear Mountain. By the way, are you guys, Allie, I know you love the rain. Mm-hmm. Are, are you ready to have it end? Are you ready for another storm today? Are you still into it? I'm so into it, and I believe that Thursday is when the big, big rain is happening. Mm-hmm. So today's just like a, hey, hey, get ready for something awesome. It has been a crazy wet winter in Southern California, which means great things for Bear Mountain. I want to remind you again, Nicole Alvarez and the K-Rock promo crew are going to be up there Saturday, February 23rd. Free K-Rock concert from the deck, or on the deck, I guess I should say, with the band Bad Flower and also DJ Jeremiah Red. You can get the details and lift tickets at krock.com. That's going to be a lot of fun out there. All right, we need to talk Valentine's Day. Um, Allie, what are your thoughts on Valentine's Day, which is today? Ugh. Um, in my life, every day is Valentine's Day because <laughs> I'm a girl's girl and my friends are the most important things to me. But really, when everybody does that, oh, it's Valentine's Day. We went for dinner. It's ta- wine it's, time. It's just. Do you hate it? It's enough. Yeah. Because it was a, for me, I guess I was introduced to it. Was it, uh, was it uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler used to do something with that? Yes. Or did I see it on 30 Rock or yeah. where was it? But it was, a, it be, kind of became a thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which I think. All right, but the big holiday, of course, is tomorrow, February 14th, Valentine's Day. And we thought we might have a conversation about what not to buy. You know you can be safe and go the jewelry, chocolate, flowers route for your lady. But there are a lot of things that you may think are good gifts but are actually Valentine's Day mistakes. And there's been a lot of research on this. Now, I want to start by asking both of you, Jensen and Allie. What's the play if your girlfriend or wife says, I don't want anything for Valentine's Day? Seriously, I'm not, it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not interested. Don't get me anything for Valentine's Day. 
Does she mean it? Should you still get her something to surprise her? Or should you take her at her word and not get her anything and then be be prepared for how disappointed she is that she didn't get anything? Definitely get something, 100%. But Even if if she says I'm not interested, don't. 100%. Not a question. I'm helping you by saying that. But also don't go all out at that point. That's Mm -hmm. more of a thoughtful, maybe even a jokey, not jokey, but like your favorite restaurant if it's, say, uh, CPK, I'm talking from experience. Uh, Maybe even (laughs) just get her a gift card from there. Mm -hmm. Like something that's a little laughable, but definitely... Definitely 100% a card for sure and something small if she doesn't want a big to-do. Agree 100% with him. And you also say, listen, I know you said you didn't want anything, but I had to get you just a little something. Yeah, something quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to take calls at 1-800-520-1067 on the worst Valentine's Day gift you ever got. Yeah. And here's some that are easily found on the internet if you if you start looking around on this topic. For instance, uh, my ex-girlfriend gave me a Weight Watchers plan as a gift. Oh, oh boy, oh, Just boy. because I have a few extra pounds on me doesn't mean I want to be forced into a corner. Now, you could argue if you're the ex-girlfriend, you could say, look, I love you and I care about you and I want you to be healthy. Not the time. But I guess Valentine's Day is not when no, you no, want no, to no. say, hey, no. fat ass. No, also don't get a gym membership. These are all things you shouldn't do. Bathroom scale, though, is cool for your lady, right? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I got you a new bathroom scale. It's so fancy. You're going to love it. Uh, um, what not to get on Valentine's Day? Again, we want to hear your worst gifts. 1-800-520-1067. I have a good How- one. I have a good one for you. Okay, go ahead. Proactive. <laughs> <gasps> don't get, oh, don't no. get your significant other proactive. <laughs> That's a good tip. <laughs> Household products. Although you certainly don't have to be frivolous, Valentine's Day may not be the best day to be super practical either. Just because she said she needs it, it doesn't mean she wants it wrapped up with a bow and placed ceremoniously across her lap. Uh, Here's the example. I mentioned to my husband that we needed a new toilet seat. (laughs) Six weeks later, on Valentine's Day, he presented me with a toilet seat. Ta-da. Oh, dear. Uh, doing nothing on Valentine's Day sends a message for the jilted party to interpret. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he doesn't feel the same way I do. Maybe he doesn't know it's Valentine's Day. Maybe he knows it's Valentine's Day and doesn't care. Do not give IOUs. No, that is the worst. IOUs for hugs, like uh, mm-hmm. cuddles. No. Get, BJ's, no, no, no. None You're of, crazy. All of those are stupid. Yeah. They're last minute drawing on a piece of paper. Out of right. uh, a coupon for a handy goes no, a no. long way, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, this uh, particular lady got IOUs on post-it notes for gifts to be purchased later, and the gifts were never purchased This isn't the government shutdown. You can't do that. (laughs) Got to give a gift. What not to give on Valentine's Day? He sent me roses and chocolates along with a note asking uh, asking me to meet him at a romantic little pub. Thrilled at the prospect of a proposal, I dressed to the nines. We ate our meal. He slid a note across the table telling me he was breaking up with me. Oh, <laughs> bad surprise on Valentine's Day. Give it a day, sir. Right? Maybe well, that's just hateful. Maybe don't break up on her. Break up her on the thirteenth, by the way. So there's no question, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah. D- don't string her along like that. Like and then that. offer the reservations you had for just her. <laughs> like dump her and then be like, listen, alone? we had reservations over at John Avini's. You can still go alone if you like. <laughs> Um, here's one that hits a little bit too close to home. They call this in this article, uh, the cop out. 
You know what I'm talking about. He screwed up. He didn't get you anything, but rather than accept responsibility for the Valentine's Day mess, he goes all Vince Vaughn on you with a lengthy explanation about how he demonstrates his love for you all year round, (laughs) not just on one commercialized holiday. (laughs) And just like that, you're the selfish one in the relationship. Well, that's a garbage human, right, Bean? Here's the quote. We've been married almost 10 years with four children. Each year, he tells me he's already given me my gift four times over. Look, I love my kids, but come on already. My sperm works is essentially what he's saying. (laughs) Exactly. No, Bean, Uh, you do understand, though, that's that's you right there. You get that. Somebody uh, like me, but not as cool. Right. Okay. Got it. Because I really, because see, I felt like that guy, the reason they call it a cop out is because he says it's Valentine's Day every day at my house. He doesn't mean it. He doesn't Mm. love it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't live it. Like like I do. Okay. Got it. Uh, One more, then we'll go to your calls on awful Valentine's Day gifts. The guy who gives you the gift that he always wanted. Oh, Uh yeah, yeah. The new TV. The uh, playoff hockey tickets is the example given here. I, I know that guy real well. Mm-hmm. My uh, here's the quote: My husband gave me a new gas grill. Gosh, nothing says true true love like cooked meat. <laughs> Clearly, he likes to he likes to grill, so that's why he decided to give it to his wife. So. I'm, I'm nervous. I, I do that sometimes. By the way, a guy I dated for a year um, got us a long weekend in New York, which I was like, "This is amazing. Yeah. This mm-hmm. would be wonderful." Very sweet. Uh, get there, and he's like, so what do you want to do tomorrow? I'm like, I don't know. Let's just walk around, feel it out, blah, blah, blah. He's like, there's a fish show in New Jersey. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? First of all, didn't know he was a fish fan. Yeah, or that is... this would have gone no further. <laughs> B, he had tickets to Already see bought. fish in New Jersey for us. And hadn't <gasps> even told you. No. How did you date a fish <laughs> fan and not know it? He had smelled good. Um, he no, cut his okay. hair. I just, he had no outward signs of, yeah, of hit, fishery. Did you go well. to the eight-hour concert? Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> I've right. never heard this one. It's a deep cut, Allie. Yeah, I know about deep cuts. one <laughs> What not to buy for Valentine's Day. Let's go to Kate Woodland Hills, please. Line two, up first on the Kevin Beach Show. Kate, thank you for calling. Thank you for holding on. What do you have to contribute to the list? Okay, so I know this makes me sound like an awful person, but I got the world's ugliest piece of jewelry that ever existed um it was a necklace from i'm pretty sure it was from cvs or rite aid (laughs) of a birthstone that wasn't even my birthstone (laughs) (laughs) love is blind (laughs) and i had told him look please don't buy me jewelry i have very specific taste only go to Tiffany if you're going to go. Oh, it does make you sound like a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, you don't have to get me jewelry, but, like, please, if you're going to do it, then don't buy it at CVS. I guess I wasn't specific about that. But, yeah, that's what I ended up with. It was awful. Yeah. We only did it for, like, three more months after that. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a fun uh, Valentine's Day. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that so much. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Danny. She's on line four. Up next on the Kevin Bean Show, calling us from Venice. By the way, won't surprise you all all ladies calling in, by the way, with their disappointing stories of Valentine's <laughs> Day. Danny, welcome to the program. What, what'd you get? Good morning. I got to use bar soap. What? Wait. I had a... Yeah, it was disgusting. I had a boyfriend... And we don't, I don't celebrate Valentine's, whatever. And he gave me the soap, and it was in the fancy wrapper. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And I, the end was all janky, and it fell out, and there was. There was, what was in it? 
A hair. Oh. An embedded oh, hair. Dan. So he, well, just because just I need to know the specifics here, and I'm, I'm one for detail, he rewrapped it? It it looked like the it was one of those fancy ones in paper, and it looked like somebody had slipped it out of the end mm. and kept the wrapper intact. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And mm. he just slipped it back in and slapped it together. Mm. Needless to is... say, we're not together anymore. Oh. This, is what I, this is what I'm saying. Oh. Women are impossible to shop for. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> Thank you for calling 1-800-520-1067. Your calls on awful Valentine's Day gifts. Look, this could help other people who are out there right now trying to figure out what to buy. You can help them by letting them know what not to buy. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. What not to buy for Valentine's Day. Allie, you'll appreciate this. Chuck from the 818. My co-worker bought his girlfriend a shake weight. <laughs> uh, I see shake weight. I think Allie, hey, I'm Thank sorry. You. Google it, kids. Yes, they broke up. Have a great Valentine's Day. All right, before we do Panic at the Disco, let's get Monica online. Five, please. She's in Pomona. If this story is true, Monica, it's the worst Valentine's Day <laughs> gift ever. What happened? I, I I got socks. Socks, okay. In his, defense, in his defense, you know, I like character socks, but he bought me a pack of socks and gave it to me in the Mervin's bag that he purchased it with. <laughs> <laughs> That's now, so dude. How many socks was it? Was it just a pair or was it a, a pack of 12 or what? It was a pack. It was a pack of the cute little Disney socks, but it was still in the bag. Yeah. That clearly said from Mervin's. No card, nothing else, just a Mervin's bag with socks. Did he just chuck the bag yeah. at you? Here you go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Present, presentation Pretty matters, much. you guys. Thank Amazing. you, uh, Monica. It does. We, we appreciate you listening so much. Jensen, we heard from a listener who's outing herself as the one who gives the bad gifts for Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's a noble act. At Sarah Lawson says that she's the perp of bad gift giving because her husband is a chef. And every year for Valentine's Day, she gets him cookware, and she knows she's the only one who truly benefits. I respect it. But you know what? He's a chef. He probably appreciates having cool stuff in the kitchen, too. Yeah, but I mean, leave the work at work. (laughs) She's lucky that he brings his work home. I dated a chef, and I got PB&J. And TMJ. And what? I'm sorry. What's happening? What was he, a cook at a jail? No. I've just found that chefs don't like to cook when they get home. Yeah. Because that's that's what they're doing all day long. Yeah. That's why Danielle and I sit in silence every night. I don't like talking at home. That's what I do all morning. From the 626, I received a gift certificate for a colonoscopy, and I gave my wife a vacuum cleaner. So they'll be together forever, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's in theme. (laughs) They are perfect for one another. All right, let's go to Alex. She's been on hold for a while. Line 3, Covina, up next in this segment on the Kevin Bean Show. We're talking about what not to buy for Valentine's Day, or as I prefer to say, Valentine's Day. Let's uh, hear what Alex has to say. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey. Um... I'm about to throw my husband under the bus, and he's totally listening. So uh, <laughs> I am going to totally give him a pass, though, because he was in the middle of remodeling our beautiful backyard. So he totally gets a pass on this one, but he still got me a shark vacuum. I mean, a, a, a steam mop. So that was um, that was great. A I mop. really like that one. That's, that's a yes, little, little a sexist. Mop. <laughs> a little, but hey, he beat my ex-husband. My ex-husband got me an Epa lady and a George Foreman. Oh, boy. <laughs> so he's like, you're hairy and can't really cook. <laughs> oh, man. You're in a lot of traditional man-woman gender role relationships. <laughs> yes, you really are. An Epa lady. Ah! 
Wow. Yeah. I'm in pain yeah. just thinking about that. Yeah, I think yeah, that... It went, that was great. Oh, I think wow. the ex-husband was the right call in that case. Thank you very much for holding on, Alex. We appreciate it so much. Let's try... Uh, how about Pasadena? Let's go to Roberta. She's on line one. I can't believe yours either, Roberta. Please share with the Kevin Mean audience. All right. My ex-boyfriend decided um, to buy me a teddy bear, but this teddy bear sang the Ice Cream Man song. And you were, what, six at the time? <laughs> no, I was 35. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why? What was, did you have a conversation about it? Like, what made him think that was something you could use? He thought it was cute. Mm. Okay. Oh. All right. And did you feign excitement over it, or did you did you let him have it? I just kind of gave him that, that quirky smile look, like, uh, okay, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and right, he goes, well, wait, wait, push the button, push the button. And then it's an ice cream man song. And my daughters were uh, in junior high at the time. They literally ran outside to look for the ice cream man. Oh, oh that's just evil. <laughs> good prank. Yeah, just confusion all around. Thank you, Roberta. Appreciate that. Let's try Mike Long Beach up next line two. This is the first gentleman we've had calling on this. Bad Valentine's Day gifts for you, Mike? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Do you uh, yeah, do you so, have a gift? Yeah, so a few years ago, a uh, girl I was dating our first Valentine's Day, uh, the preface, we were a little adventurous in the bed, so the gift she gave me was a very large phallic sex toy. And I was like, oh, awesome, we get to use this. No, her intent was to use it on me. Oh. And, yeah, <laughs> um, and that was not my bag, so, yeah. Wow. Okay, so she was into it, and Valentine's Day, she thought, "Hey, sexy times happening. Let's make this. Let's make this work." And you were no, please, exit only. Yeah, got it. Exactly. Got it. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Let's I do one like more. Call. Let's make it Daniel. This is going to be Anaheim. Our final call on the Kevin Beecher. Hey, Daniel. Hey. Um, it was just a really awkward present. It was my first boyfriend. In front of my whole family, he gave me one of those giant uh, Valentine's Day cards. It's like a few feet big. And um, when on the front of it, it says, sex is never the answer. Sex is the question. And when you open it up, it said the answer is yes. And it was my very first time bringing a boyfriend in front of everyone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh read the room. And, may, oh, and no. maybe yeah. your grandparents didn't need to know about that, right? Quite, quite possibly, yeah. I, I'm sure I turned as red as the hearts on the card. Um, everyone was just kind of quiet, didn't really know what to say with it. Steve thought it was the best thing in the world. But I was like, I, I really just wanted to like crawl into a hole at that moment and hide. Jensen, in that awkward silence, mm-hmm. who who speaks up first and what do they say to transition to the next thing? I think you know? I think you stand up and you look your family in the eye and you just hello. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number. I don't know why I'm giving you that. We're not uh, asking you to call. (laughs) 
They can but call I guess, if they want. Uh, yeah. I guess you can call any time. Really, you can always weigh in on whatever topics we're discussing here on the Kevin Abid Show. And right now, we want to talk about Girl Scout cookies. Uh, Somebody uh, whose identity I tried to protect, tried to help him remain anonymous so the pressure would not continue to come at him. Uh, Ali outed earlier today as Dave, our producer of the King of Mexico. What's going me. on, Dave? How's it going, guys? Listen, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. It's Girl Scout cookie season, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and I really can't have any anymore because if I open one, I'll eat the whole damn box. Yeah. And by box, I mean five of them. Like, well, they are just, delicious. Yeah, you put Thin Mints in front of me, and it's it's go time. And I need a way out. But you're currently also dieting. Yes, yes. Which well, makes that's it your even, way out. It, no, well, that doesn't stop the Girl Scouts from pushing their cookies on me. But oh. can't you just say, I love Girl Scout cookies, but I have to wait till next year because this year I need to lose some, some LBs. I yeah. feel like at that point they tell you to freeze them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and yeah. I mean, point. listen, they're the pushiest of the pushers, man. They like, do have they, a comeback for every, they, they every yes, yeah. You know, I'll pull out, a, oh, I only have a credit card. Boom, they pull out their square. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. That used to be a good excuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. don't have any cash. I only have my card. But now they have that, that answer. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then, you know, I'll be like, well, I'm on a diet. I can't eat them. Cool. You could send them to the military. And I was just like, oh. oh. I was like, oh, my God. Send them to the military. Like, well, I just don't want to buy them because I will never... Stop, and I'll just buy too many, and I just can't right now. So I need help on how to say no to them. I mean, they do have a lot of things going for them because they're an organization that I, f- I think we all like and support and would like to help, right? Yeah. They're usually cute little girls who are related to people that you have a relationship with that mm-hmm. you don't want to damage somehow by rejecting their dumb kid, right? <laughs> so, so there's that. I mean... It's stacked against you yeah. to say no. I think there's like a politics issue when it comes to somebody at work, like yes. here. So yes. you, in that case, you buy a couple boxes, you call it a day. But to the kids in front of the grocery store, that type of thing, they will have an answer for everything. You know what they don't have an answer for? Ooh. And I've shared this before. It's my way of getting out of any... Is it beat it, kid? No, <laughs> very close. But it's my way of getting out of any conversation. Like, any time a conversation's going too long, you say these words, and Ooh. it's over. Oh, I hope it's I have diarrhea. Very close. Really? You just go, oh, I have to poo. <laughs> they have no comeback. Have no because, comeback. oh, my God, I'm not going to make you stand here any longer. And everyone's lived it. Amen. They know with a feeling. So you know what, Girl Scout? I got to poo. And then you move right past them. You come out. They're like, hey, did you go poo? How about cookies now? I got to poo again. I've never beat it. I've never yeah. got a speeding ticket, but I also have always thought in the back of my mind, if I yeah. get pulled over, I'm going to tell the dude, I got to be honest with you, I have I have to get home. I'm terribly poopy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, these kids and their parents, mm-hmm. they like even if you say, I got to poo, they'll wait for you outside of the bathroom. And well, especially like, in a work now? situation, especially Dave, where they know you can go and come right back. But what about for you just giving a donation to that person? Just saying, like, listen, I don't want the cookies because I'm on a diet, but here's 10 bucks. I don't want to do that. I want to keep my money. I don't want to donate at all. Not, not because I don't like the Girl Scout cookies. I just don't want to get involved in these Girl Scouts. And by the way, I want to teach them rejection a little bit. Oh, <laughs> oh I gotta, wow. I got I to gotta, I gotta, oh, I wow. get them used to life. Get them prepared for, for what's going to happen. So I, 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 I just want to do it in a nice way. If it's going to save um, a relationship at work, because trust me. 
uh, someone that brings in their cookie sheet for you and you don't buy them, that person thinks a little differently about yes, you. they keep track. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's a slippery slope. You buy from one person, you got to buy from everybody. And at that point, you're hundred dollars in. No, you, I don't want to do You that. buy from the people that you work closely with and then everyone else that comes on top of that, you say, oh my God, I just bought 20 boxes from Fred. Yeah, but then stupid Susan comes in and goes, oh, what's wrong with my Beat daughter? Beat it, Susan. I got a poo. <laughs> just so it's out there. Fred and Susan are names we made up. They don't work here at Intercom. Uh, I, you guys know about scripts also? Do you know that? system no. at, private, no, what's at that? private schools you have to buy a certain amount of scripts which is like parents have to sell uh like amazon gift cards or different gift cards and you have to raise a certain amount of money per semester or you just pay it that sounds I, like a pyramid scheme it or technically <laughs> is i went to private school we didn't it's a newer have that. thing it's a newer thing it's a oh. way to fundraise for the school oh my dad would have yanked me out well we had magazine drives we had I never you, really no oh my god really? we had chocolates and yeah. i ate all the chocolates so yeah. my parents had to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> as where i'm at now thank you oh. let's, uh, let's talk to beth real quick woodland hills line one I guess it didn't it didn't uh, kill us that I gave out the phone number by accident because Beth has a very important piece of information to weigh mm-hmm. in on Girl Scout cookies. Hey, Beth. Hi. Um, I love Girl Scout cookies just like the next person. My office, they're constantly bringing in boxes. But it kills me to have to buy them because truly they only get between 60 and 75 cents a box because oh. the rest of the money they say is for administrative costs. So this big fundraiser really is just all a hoax for who knows who, and it's just terrible. That's a great Conspiracy way. Conspiracy bet. Yeah, that's a uh. great way to get out of it. If you're walking out of a Target, you just go, you know what? You only make 60 to 70 cents per box. Ooh. I'm not falling for it. Well, the badges aren't going to make themselves, you guys. <laughs> that's true. Right? Those are $100 each. Yes. Yeah. So, so it sounds like what you're saying, Beth, is it's okay not to buy because not very much money goes to the girls anyway. Yeah, I mean, I would rather just give them the the $5 yeah. for the box straight up than give them, I mean, the cookies are delicious and everything, but it just kills me to, to know that it's so less of what they what they get from it and all the work that those girls do. Yeah, it's true. Gotcha. That Thank it's you just, for the call. It's really terrible. But how do you give okay. someone $5 and not get back some dosey dos Like, don't you just go like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah Dave, I, Dave's not a charity. That's what yeah. he's saying. <laughs> let's take uh, one more call and let's make it Pico Rivera's Daniel. He's on line four. I wanted to hear from him because he is a Girl Scout dad, so oh. he's kind of in the middle of okay. all this. And, and Daniel, I imagine you have been put in the awkward position of having to sell your kids cookies, right? Uh, for sure, in the office and at uh, outside the stores. All right, and 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 what, weigh in on this conversation that we're having. What what's can the, I do? What's the polite way for Dave, for instance, to decline here at work or when he goes to the supermarket tonight? Well, be honest and say no, thank you. The girls understand that not everybody wants to buy cookies. Dave, stop being a little girl and say no, thank you, and walk away. By the way, being a little girl would be fine. They sell <laughs> yes. cookies; they're totally good people. Yeah, yeah. Why you're trying yeah. to make that sound like a negative I, I, to be a little I girl? Say, I say no, thank you. The little girl goes okay, and then Daniel follows me around <laughs> and starts hustling me and tries to push me around to make him make me buy some cookies. Do you hear that, I Daniel? Stop, be, stop only, bothering him. Only because I'm six foot tall. Yeah, I'll follow you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dad has, a, see, Dad has a baseball bat. Jesus. Uh, glad you called. I want to close with uh, this piece of tape. I don't know if you guys remember my favorite animated show of all time, Life and Times of Tim. Did you ever get into that, Jensen? Yes, great show. My favorite show. They actually did an episode on Girl Scout Cookies. I think this is a good way to go out. All right, douchebags. It's that time of year again. What, what time? Time to buy Girl Scout Cookies for my daughter. 
Girl Scouts don't usually start their sales pitch with all right douchebags. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Rarely. How many boxes do you want? Where's the Girl Scout? I don't follow you. Where's your daughter? It's 10 a.m. She's at school. So we're buying cookies from, from Stan, not from the Girl Scouts. Dude, what's your problem? Seriously. No, I just don't I just don't want to buy cookies from a middle-aged man, that's all. They're her cookies. Yeah, but she gets the money. Just buy some cookies. We all did. Everybody did. What will the girls learn if they don't do it themselves? What's your frigging problem, Tim? Do you hate Girl Scouts or something? What's up? The whole premise is you look at the, the cute little girls and they say, hey, buy the cookies. You need to see my daughter in order to spend $2 for a box no, of cookies. No, no. I guess what I'm saying is Girl Scout <laughs> cookies are tearing this nation apart. Uh. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. All right, we just heard from a uh, cookie manager from his daughter's Girl Scout troop, and he says that the girls make between 95 cents and a dollar per box, not between 60 and 70 cents. Oh, well, that's, that changes everything. Uh, we also heard from Lauren, uh, male Lauren, L-O-R-E-N, who said, uh, it's a very easy answer, just when they ask you, say you're diabetic. It's a great reason. I feel like they'd have some, like a shortbread, something that well, you could have. That's why you always carry around a syringe. And even if you're not diabetic, just shoot yourself in the leg quick. Okay. And then right. just be like, can't do it, and keep running, and then go to the hospital. I feel like uh, F and Ernie wins. Punk ass E on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Use a smoke bomb like a ninja to get away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. Also good. <laughs> um, or just quit your job during Girl Scout season. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the way it's to probably go. Probably the best. Guys, um... Two great things that are not like each other coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Our friend Taylor Williamson, one of the funniest people we know, is going to be back in studio with us. Looking forward to catching up with Taylor. He's had an interesting couple of months since we last spoke. And just after 8 a.m., we're going to talk to one of the survivors, one of the few survivors of a Ted Bundy attack. Yes, serial killer Ted Bundy came into her dormitory, whacked her in the face with a piece of firewood, was planning on killing her and was scared away. It's by a, by the grace of God, a miracle that Kathy Kleiner is still alive to tell her story. And she'll do just that coming up right after 8 here on K-Rock. First, though, Allie's got another look at what's happening here on a Wednesday morning. You know that show on TNT tonight at 10 p.m., Drop the Mic? Oh, yeah, I know about it. You ever heard of it, mm-hmm. Jensen? Yes. Um, I understand tonight you've got a Laker. Yes, we. I'm shocked myself. We got Lonzo Ball, who is very easy to make fun of in battle rap, and we put him against T-Pain. And correct me if I'm wrong, Lonzo kind of fashions himself a rapper. And T-Pain started his career as a rapper, so this oh, one's wow. pretty good. Uh, it's it's great. Was Lonzo's dad involved at all telling you how to run your TV show while he was there? <laughs> no, we mentioned him quite a bit, but he was in Yugoslavia coaching a team at the time, so we got away with only having his sweet, sweet mother who was there, and also his grandmother was also there. So it was a very sweet thing, but I we do have an exclusive on two of the verses. Uh, this is Lonzo first going at T-Pain. Hey, Josh, man, come on, man. Let me kill this dude off, man. Now I gotta kill him. Put an end to the pain. You look like Lil John. Ate two little Wayne's. You devour every meal until there's nothing left. You say you love a stripper, but not as much as your chef. On the boat was a hit with millions of views. The next boat show sing on is a retirement cruise. You can't sing without help, and we know you can't rap. T-Pain is garbage. Now go auto-tune that. Oh, he has uh, very little flow. It's it's definitely <laughs> boozy. Uh, yeah. But then you got T-Pain, who's a murderer. Joshua, if it would please the court, let's do this, please. <laughs> he talked about my looks, man. Come on, Lazo, please. You look like Drake if he had a blood disease. I'm mad that your dad pushed you the way that he did. He's like... 
Joe Jackson, but with the untalented kids. And I was looking at your jersey. Talk about it real quick. Do you wear number two because you play like You'll be a Laker legend long, long after you're gone. Wait, no, actually, I was talking about LeBron. Oof. It's, nice. it's a savage, oh, epic battle fest. Night, night, Lonzo. Tonight, 10 p.m. TNT. And also, we have Kevin Smith versus Jason Mewes. Jay versus Silent Bob. Is he that's silent? A, that's quite a one-two punch. No, they talk. Okay. And also, you will be shocked at how good one of them raps. Well, it's got to be Kevin Smith well, then, we'll right? We'll see. We'll see. Really? Yeah. Right? Good, Good times. Stuff. Yep. You guys, when I saw this headline yesterday, I was like, oh, wait, what? What? Last call with Carson Daly to end after a 17-year run on NBC. I mean, what a run. That show has been just, on if this they just whole time? Yeah, if they just would have given it a chance, you know, let, let <gasps> it build some viewers. Sad bassoon indeed. He hasn't Good even guys. been on it for the last. He hasn't even been on it for the last few seasons. He just. Produces. I think he barely. I think he does a wrap around. Yeah, that's it. Well, he's very busy. We love Carson here. He is busy. Uh, you know, concentrating on his duties as host of the Orange Room on today. Host and producer of The Voice wants to spend some more time with his family, and he's got projects coming up with NBCU's The Golf Channel. So. It's just, it's too much. By the way, at the conclusion, Last Call will have recorded 2,000 episodes. Jeez. That's incredible. It is. And he does a nice job on that show. And I think that show can take credit for the first ever national television appearance for hundreds of bands over the years. I mean, he has definitely been a a, a new music promoter on that. He was uh, the first to recognize artists like Maroon 5, Halsey, 21 Pilots, Ed Sheeran, and Kendrick Lamar. I mean, he he broke some big yeah. talent there. It's so weird because we've known Carson for so long, and he worked at K-Rock, you know, two different times in his career. When you see him on the Today Show, and sometimes he fills in for one of the lead anchors mm-hmm. when they're gone, you know, and he's the main host of the show some weeks. I think he's, if there's ever, God forbid, like another 9-11, we're going to be getting that from Carson Daly. Yeah. He's going to be the guy who's going to be breaking news like that to the nation. Like the second the TRL ta- dude. Yeah, second tower is down. Next up, 98 degrees. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It's just so weird sometimes to think about how far he's come in his career. And he is not only talented, he is as kind as the day is long. Nice, nice guy. Nicest one guy in of the, the show business. Nicest really. guys ever. So, congratulations on that run. It is just it's absurd. It is insane. And by the way, NBC plans to continue to air a late night show at 1.30 a.m. with a replacement expected to be announced soon. Oh. So congratulations, Bean. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> no? I don't think so. Okay. Who, who is it they're talking about? Who's the rumor that they're talking about moving in there? No idea. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, there is one that they're... Uh, uh, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. Bill so Cosby? It's uh, Oh, it's um, Chelsea Handler. Oh, Chelsea Handler is the rumor that's going to because she signed a deal with NBC, you know, for uh, for a show, and it, they're thinking that may be the place to play. Like it. a real actual talk show, not like yeah. a oh. yeah, yeah. All right, hmm. I still vote Byron Allen. <laughs> put him in. Byron Allen has a gazillion dollars in the bank. Yeah, put him in. It's amazing. Honestly, you guys Google it. It's insane how much money that guy has. Real people, right? Is that the original show he was on? Uh, listen, show Byron Real Allen people? has had so many things. The comic roundtable or whatever yeah. it is. The whole thing. He's He buys the time slot and mm-hmm. then gets the money from the commercials directly to him, not to the network. So brilliant. And I think we talked about this a while ago, but Byron Allen, if I remember correctly, bought yeah. the Weather Channel last mm-hmm. year yeah. for $300 million. Oh, yeah. my God. He's, That's how Byron's doing. Yeah. Wow. 
Not bad. No. All right, guys. Some birthdays for you. Robbie Williams, Peter Gabriel, Henry Rollins, and Jerry Springer. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. As excited as I am about the reappearance on our show of Taylor Williamson, great comedian, friend of the program, playing Oxnard Liberty Live tonight. How are you, Taylor? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I must temper that enthusiasm oh, no. with my sadness oh, no. for Miss Allie McKay. Oh, God. Oh, no. Who I can't believe she's able to go on. I can't believe you're still on the show I... right now after the news that broke this morning from the president. Uh, oh, no. Okay. President Trump, uh-huh. in a tweet today, has effectively and essentially killed the 69 meme. What? You know the 69 meme, nice. right? I mean, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's the only appropriate like response when the number 69 thing. comes up is nice. Nice. Okay, how do you do it? The president tweeted minutes ago, the Gallup poll just announced that 69% of our great citizens expect their finances to improve next year, a 16-year high. Nice. No. <laughs> there's no way. No. There's no way he knows about the 69 meme, is there? He's a 73-year-old man. No. Sink it. Allie, you can't nice anymore. <laughs> I literally posted on my stories yesterday, the temperature was 69 in Los Angeles, and I just wrote nice. <laughs> I love it. It's one of my uh-huh. stupid favorite things. Not anymore. It's dead. <laughs> So Taylor, does has this happened to you where there you've had to take a joke out of the set because something has changed in the world where it's just killed? It's just it's no longer funny. You can't do it anymore, right? Um, the black you no face longer perform. Your hero, Bill Cosby. You can't talk about him anymore. I had this whole chunk on what a great man Bill Cosby was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's out. It was my closer actually, yeah. and like I had a whole thing and like. Just, did somebody did somebody who works for the president tweet that and just put it in to be funny and know that it would still play uh, to a wider audience that isn't familiar with the meme, so there was no no pushback on it? I feel like he he ends things with like sad and stuff like that. Maybe mm-hmm. he just ended it with nice and didn't know. Come on, remember Ivanka wore a jacket and said, "I don't care." I feel there's always someone there. That's Melania, just, oh sorry, yeah. Melania, always Ivanka's just... not his wife. <laughs> well, yet. I mean, wink, wink, yet. wink. Uh, and by the way, that's probably a Freudian slip on my part uh but like i think there's always someone there sabotaging a little really yeah a little bit you think well, there's like a guy it's probably Stephen miller Stephen miller, Stephen like miller yeah, just yeah. like the handsome Saint. one right <laughs> <laughs> he's like just, just put this in there because it's gonna upset this well, he, many people he does it with a nazi uh talk also so i wouldn't be surprised yeah Interesting. well you're, the, he's a you're a la uh, jewish he's a man santa monica samo grad right isn't that cr- like I, i'm a san diego jewish guy yeah. i know some la jewish it's like He's my age. Yeah. This guy, like, I know people who, like, went to school with him. It's yeah. the weirdest. A great, uh, great. I love, I, by the way, I love Donald Trump. Please buy tickets to my show in Oxnard. <laughs> I don't know what their political views are, but, so I don't know what to say. The 805 varies. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. I don't like him. Don't, please buy, buy tickets. You whatever. Know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. But when you see Stephen Miller, your age, similar background, you got to feel good about your beautiful head of hair, Taylor. Listen, I worry about my hair. It's literally all I think about all day. Then I see his hair, and I'm like, oh, listen, it could I be. Okay. Yeah. You know, the grass is less thick 
<laughs> on the other side of the phone. <laughs> so, Taylor, you've been, as always, the life of a touring comedian. You have been traveling, uh, domestic and international. Domestic first, you made the misfortune of going to places in the Midwest in February during the worst snowstorm in years, right? Yeah, I, people, like, I'm like, you know, in the, the movie Twister, mm-hmm. with, like, people, they, they go into the Twisters. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. Spoiler That's alert. That's a good description know? of it, yes. <laughs> and uh, I do that with... Uh, a polar vortex is. Yeah, you just go right into it. Yeah, because yeah. I have a horrible agent. Uh-huh. And uh, he's now, like, were you in North Dakota for some of that, you know, forty below weather that we heard about? I was in uh, Wisconsin. It, it took, I mean, I'm from California, so it's all this. It's all the same it, thing yeah, to me. For sure. <laughs> for sure, it's all just like cold uh, is cold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cold. They don't know what Jewish people are, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, wonderful people, though. You know, buy tickets. Buy tickets. Is this just shows international? Yeah. Is this? <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, yeah, it's very cold, and I got trapped in the uh, polar vortex. And, then, and shows uh, were canceled, right? Um, uh, no, sold out. Everything sold out. Oh, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> I did. I did have. I was supposed to. Eat. My Wisconsin shows went on, but then I was supposed to be in Seattle this weekend, mm-hmm. and that was canceled because they had just like six inches of snow. Yeah. Which to Wisconsin is like bikini weather, right? <laughs> but in Seattle, they're like yeah. shut down the airports. Right. Everything's a disaster. Yeah, they're a mess. Seattle is a mess right now, and it's it's snowing every day this week on top of it and then it warms up just enough to melt and then it all freezes again making everything ice ice. so yeah a lot of people are having a lot of trouble getting around the puget sound um that must be that must be hell on your schedule though when you know so many weather delays did you have to drive to a different city to take a plane at one point yeah they they were like um it's one of the things where uh you wake up uh, it's my flight at 6 30 and then it says flight delay an hour i'm like okay cool i can sleep in an hour this Mm -hmm. is great then it's like Flight delayed another hour. I'm like, okay, good. I didn't go to the airport. This is good. Flight delayed another hour. Then it's like two two p.m. Oh, your flight's canceled. Oh. And then all the flights the next day were uh, uh, booked. So I'm like, I live in Wisconsin. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is great. And uh, I talked to the the lady at the comedy club. And she's like, yeah, it's not safe to drive. I'm from San Diego. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, I, I I believe you. You know. Yeah. Then I call Enterprise. They're like, no, you're fine. <laughs> Please take our car. <laughs> so I rented a car and I drove to Chicago and oh, I got wow. a flight home. So it's not a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I found it interesting. Oh really? Um, Oxnard Levity Live is where you're going to be tonight. No Valentine's Day show. So does that mean Taylor Williamson has Valentine's Day plans? Yeah, you know, I, I always make sure I'm not performing on Valentine's Day just in case I'm in love, you know? Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> um, I'm, 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 my schedule's open tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> but it's, um, it's not, you never know. It's, a, it's, a, the, it's early in the morning. Right. There's people who are lowering their standards today. Sure. That's mm-hmm. true. Hearing you on the radio? Hey, I'm on mm-hmm. the radio. My name's mm-hmm. Taylor. Uh, um, I'm like, runner up on America's Got Talent. Thank you. Uh-huh. Like in LA, not terribly impressive but like Wisconsin I'm a superstar you're a 10 yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really so, so for some of our streaming listeners if you need a Valentine's Day date at Taylor Comedy is where you want to find him taylorwilliamson.com the show's at Oxnard Levity Live tonight tickets on sale now improv.com quick break more with Taylor he'll tell us about Japan and wrestling and more when we return right after this on K-Rock it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock 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 Q. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our friend comedian Taylor Williamson in the house on the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock in town for a show at the Oxnard Levity Live tonight at 8 p.m. Also, you're going to be playing the Irvine Improv next Wednesday night, February 20th, same time, 8 o'clock. Tickets on sale, improv.com for both shows, and they are 13 and up. Hey, Taylor, since the last time you were on with us, you went back on to America's Got Talent, right? Yeah, I lost again. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I don't know, watch that show, but they were doing some sort of a returning contestants sort of thing, like a best of? Yeah, it was, uh, it was the best contestants that were willing to be on the show again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I don't mean that. I'm just trying to make a joke. Everyone said yes because it's the biggest show on TV sure. and it's cool. And, uh, yeah, they got to tell jokes and have Simon Cow tell me I'm not funny. So that, that was, I've never had that happen because Howard Stern was the judge when I was on. And, uh, oh, I see. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like, was it hurtful for you to go on there and not win? Did you expect no, to? No, I did not. I mean, it's I. It was all like these... I, mean, I was on the show with like the uh, Darcy Lynn, who's like a ventriloquist uh, superstar, mm-hmm. and she's like 14, amazing, and she's like... And then Piff the Magic Dress. I was like all these people who were like way better than me, you know? That actually have huge careers now, too. Yeah. It like, just sucks, though, because like... I mean, you've been looking up to Simon's sense of humor your whole entire <laughs> life. And then there he is, just messing on you. I mean, that sucks to you, you know? Yeah. One of, your, one of your comedic heroes. It's hard, you know? Like, they say don't meet your heroes. Yeah. They, they never say don't uh, tell jokes in front of your heroes yeah. uh, on a television show. Did they don't Heidi say that. That is not the expression. <laughs> she did. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. It actually was really nice because he was very mean. Uh-huh. But he wasn't, like, even, like, uh, like classic Simon Cowell meal. Like, you're dreadful. And then mm-hmm. the crowd could be like, boo. And then I could be, like, zinger, you know? Yeah. He was just like, I don't understand your comedy. And I don't think. <laughs> you're funny right. and like just like you're not good and like it was just very like like it was just like time it was as if he stopped the cameras i just want to say sincerely i think you're really bad <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just very personal and weird and then uh but and, your girlfriend heidi Klum and heidi was said, like i think he's funny oh it's yeah. all that matters yeah. what about the report yeah. that she is now leaving america's got talent she's not going to be a judge on the next season I, I, Are you devastated? I, I, I mean, you I, see her plenty in real life. You don't need her on TV, but you know what I mean. I mean, I saw her a half hour ago and <laughs> right. rolled out of bed. <laughs> right, sure. right. Uh, she's listening. Hi, Heidi. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know why you're laughing. Um, but I, th- I just, I don't, I don't, I just, it's weird because I'm not, I'm not contracted with the show anymore. So mm-hmm. I don't, I, but personally, I feel weird saying stuff, but I just, who cares? Whatever. But like, I think it's really sweet that she left the show in protest of me. You know, <laughs> okay. Yeah, like right. that, you know? yeah, yeah fair nice. enough. Understandable. It's, it's, I, yeah. I love very generous. Yeah. United front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's good. She's yeah. good people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about your recent trip to Japan. Now, do, do Dave told me, if I understood correctly, that you didn't go over there to work. You went over there just as a fan because there was an event that you wanted to be at. I, uh, Dave just made that up completely. He's a dishonest uh, That's about person. Right. Um, I, I, I went for many reasons. One, there was a big wrestling match. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
they have this company called New Japan Pro Wrestling, yeah. and it's like the number two wrestling organization organization in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Japan's the big. I think it's bigger than WWE. Yeah, it's huge. They play in like football arenas. They had this, so they had a show at the Tokyo Dome, and I have friends like Rocky Romero. Who's gonna, uh, uh, he's an American wrestler, and, over, mm-hmm. and uh, he wrestles over there. And uh, forty thousand people came out from around the world to watch a wrestling show, wow. and uh, and uh, that's one of the reasons I went. I did do a comedy show. Dave is terribly dishonest. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I love it. It was so cool watching Japanese wrestling. The crowd, like, they don't yell and, like, talk trash to the wrestlers. There's no signs. They all sit there politely, and then they clap that <laughs> they like a thing, and then they go, whoa, and, like... They, yeah, they, like, believe they believe in it. Yeah. So when Roman uh, Reigns gets better, like, health-wise, I don't mean wrestling, right. he'll go over there and love it. He'll be like, no one's booing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it is a different atmosphere there. They look at it as sort of, like, traditional gladiator stuff. And so many American wrestlers have went out there and become big stars in Japan and then, you know, kind of living both lives in Japan wrestling and U.S. and doing amazing stuff. Yeah. The, they treat it like a sport, like it's in the sports section in the newspaper yeah. when they talk about wrestling. Well, it tends to be a little more uh, to focus on the athleticism of wrestling than the, Soap some opera. might say, storylines, right? right? <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't cause say that because it's real. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Did you have fun out there? I loved it. Yeah. I loved Japan because I studied it. I studied the language as a kid, and like my mom's an artist, and she used to, she was like, it's funny, like I just realized she was like a famous artist in Japan. I was a kid, so I don't know. So, like, She's like the Japanese. I don't know. Like my wrestler friends, she did that when I was growing up. And like I went to an art gallery, and like someone knew who my mom was. And oh it was wow! Like, it was so weird. And uh, and uh, but like I used the I know the language a little bit. Like I had some funny things happen. Like uh, I was in front of his restaurant, and uh, they have pictures of food because they're very friendly to international travelers. And mm-hmm. like like you're stupid, you don't speak Japanese. So here's a picture of food if you right. want. <laughs> and uh, I didn't know if it was pork or chicken, and I don't eat pork, and I. And I'm Jewish. Everyone thought to get me, you know, so I had to make sure it wasn't pork, you know. <laughs> so then uh, this Asian guy walks by, and then I said to him in Japanese, I said, um, excuse me, is this chicken? I said, sumimasen, uh, wa tori niku desu ka? Uh, that's accurate. Just trust me. Yeah, you don't know. I'm just I believe it. it. could be anything. And then uh, he says to me, uh, I'm sorry. I'm from Hong Kong. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, Maybe my Japanese teacher wasn't that good. Oh, right. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, th- this uh, this Japanese wrestling does it tour America as well? Are though are their stars well known in the U.S. as well? Well, it's a bit of a renaissance right now. So like wrestling's in a big big moment. So those wrestlers that were in Japan are becoming huge stars here. But they just did a U.S. tour. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, and they had problems with visas, so all the Japanese wrestlers and couldn't come out. So oh, like, man. so there's all these. It's amazing Japanese wrestlers and and some uh, American wrestlers who are also amazing. Mm-hmm. But like the excitement is because there's all these Japanese stars that we don't stuff. see much. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the American guys also tour America too, and uh, but because of the Trump, uh, so everyone bought tickets because like oh cool New Japan for wrestling. Mm-hmm. The Trump shutdown. All these people couldn't get their visas. <laughs> oh, no. So the whole New Japan tour. It's just white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but they were all um, the best wrestlers. Yeah, so great. it's so cool. Oh, Dumb wow. question, Taylor, and that is, are the Japanese guys big, muscular guys like we have here in America? More, more like sumo, or are they more regular Japanese size? They're regular Japanese, but there is that one guy. Who's that very good-looking, kind of like buff dude? I'm not Japanese. <laughs> you silly goose. Okay, I'm a white you. man. I meant you. Um, the buff. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of like kind of like there are there. Kind of, something stocky dudes. Yeah, like big dudes. Yeah. Hmm. Um, this. Uh, uh, um, yeah, there's a guy. I forgot his name. Uh, okay. Yeah, they're mostly like they're not. They're like five ten and like, but. The, 
they they're uh, they're not the rock big though is what I'm saying. No. no. I hope they're not listening because they they'll be like, are, they'll be yeah. like, I don't understand. They're like, what's we're happening. working out right <laughs> now, listening to you. No, they're already offended yeah. by the time you tried to speak their language. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking Spanish. Taylor, you're at the uh, Oxnard Levity Live tonight. Yeah. Uh, Eight o'clock improv.com, Irvine Improv next week. Um, we mentioned you don't have Valentine's Day plans, but you are a good or a bad boyfriend and a good or a bad Valentine's gift getter. Are you? Uh, yes. I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, oh, you're I'm not, I, one time I had this happen where you ever like start dating somebody, but it's like two weeks before Valentine's yeah, Day. So, so you're like. it's too soon to buy something good. It's, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's a weird time. But you're like, ah, do I get something nice? Do I get her nothing? Mm-hmm. I should not acknowledge it. Like I think you were saying. Yeah. But, but like, so I did the worst thing you could do, mm-hmm. but I. I, I've learned in life if, if I think something's funny but I'm not sure how it's going to be perceived just don't do it okay or every time I send a tweet I think that like eh, it's, not wor- eh, it's not worth it don't do it but I, this is like 10 years ago I would have done this today too um, but I, I found in New York City I, I was like 22 I found um, a necklace on the ground <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I'm a boy but I'm like hey, maybe this is worth a lot of money uh-huh I don't know. I don't know this girl that well, but mm-hmm. it's like a funny, silly joke, but not joke present. Not like I think you're amazing. Here you go. But right. it's like, hey, I found this on the ground. I never, never started present with I found this on the ground. <laughs> but I thought it might be worth like ten thousand dollars. Could have like, Oh yeah, my god! Right. So I gave it to her, and then, um, and uh, she thought I was joking when I said I found it on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, did, I, I was like, I did find it on the ground, and it was just like plastic trash. Oh. Yeah. Sad but soon. <laughs> Not a good gift. <laughs> Improv.com tonight and next Wednesday. Before you go, Taylor, Allie has 60 seconds of questions for you. Just first things that come to your mind. You ready to go? Yeah, can I say one more thing? I do, no. Uh, I do Taylor's talk show every month at Groundlings Theater, and we have another show in March, and TaylorWilliamson.com has that information, so that's my Thank LA you for show. That. Yes. Uh, hey, you're welcome. That's the plug. All right, uh, 60 <laughs> seconds with Taylor Williamson. Hit it, Steve. If you had to, would you stop, drop, shut him down, or open up shop? Uh, open up a shop. Okay, who's the funniest comic of all time? Um. Oh, gosh. Uh, look, uh, I love Mitch Hedberg. Would you rather be friends with a guy named Chuck or a guy named Guy? Ew, those are hard. I have a Chuck friend, so I'll go Chuck. Red Vines or Twizzlers? This is, uh, my heart is racing. Yeah, hurry up. Uh, Red Vines. Did you have a nickname growing up? Um, bef- until I was four, I was TJ. What is that? Because my name's Taylor and my middle name is, has a J in it. That is boring. What do you think <laughs> of people that eat Cheetos with chopsticks? Uh, oh. Uh, horrible people, mm. and I would never go on their radio show or anything. Walnuts are BS, right? Oh, I hate them. Okay. Pineapple on pizza, no way, or yes, I'm a monster. I love it. I'm a monster. Toilet paper roll, over or under? Um, I don't know. I don't I just keep it uh, on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Very impressive home tour, Taylor. Thank you. <laughs> Great to see you. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. I love you guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Really? Allie, is that true? When does it come out? Yeah, when does this movie come out? You just told us about it off air. I'm very, I'm very confused by this whole thing. Okay. So there's a Breaking Bad movie, Vince Gilligan's Breaking Bad movie, headed to Netflix and AMC. Wow. Oh. Uh, probably, probably different viewing periods. Yeah, yeah, they probably signed a deal with both for... 
for first broadcast and then rights afterwards. Yeah. Wouldn't you find it odd then that Netflix will be the first window where you can watch it and AMC second? That's that money, baby. No sense yeah. to That's at what all. I'm saying. I'm reading through this because it was just released. Yeah, this is brand new news just coming in. Breaking Bad movie, and it's a sequel to the series, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's fantastic. Or a prequel? Sequel or prequel? No. Sequel. According to the Hollywood Reporter, um, it's going to be a sequel revolving around Aaron Paul. He'll mm. be back as Jesse Pinkman. But it's just odd. So sources confirm that Netflix will have first-run rights to the top-secret project, which will then air on AMC. Do you think AMC's like, uh, go ahead and take it? Why would I they doubt do it. that? I mean, it's a huge thing. That's I mean, this what is, I'm saying. Yeah. But it's Sony. It's weird. Sony owns Breaking Bad, not AMC. Sony Studios makes it for AMC. Mm. So what I'm thinking is Sony Studios made this deal and then gave AMC a window for it. Interesting. Yeah. Now, um, we don't know, beyond Aaron Paul, we don't know who else is involved, right, for the sequel. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert, Walter White is dead. Or but, is he? Uh, or is he? Or is he? He could have been arrested. Who knows? We don't know. And uh, if he is dead, he could come back in flashbacks, that type of thing. Sure. And we'd assume Odin Kirk? Yeah. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, right? The wife? The wife? Like Betty? Betty Bowers? Is that her name? The wife would show up. The what? The wife. Oh, sorry. My wife. All right. <laughs> so, interesting. Breaking news, you guys. This this is a, a real weird story and not something I, I expected to read, but a rep for Bill Cosby has revealed that Bill Cosby is having, quote, an amazing experience in prison. He actually used the word amazing experience. He said that right now, um, I'm his only visitor outside of his attorneys, and that's the way he wants it. He said that he speaks to his wife, Camille, at least three times a day, but she has not come in to visit him. So this attorney is the only one who has been there, but he said that Bill Cosby wakes up at 3.30 a.m. every day, exercises. He's trying to avoid eating bread, sweets, caffeine, and sodium. Why? Not sure what kind. If you're in prison Thank for you. the rest of your life. Thank just you. Enjoy every little every little moment you you can. Yeah, I would say. He I'd has, be so fat if I were in prison. <laughs> he has a private cell, and uh, he has helpers because of his poor vision. He's quote unquote blind. Yeah, yeah. but he has. A, I think it was a three to ten year prison sentence. So he might be there for the rest of his life. He okay. might not be. I mean, he wants to look good when he comes out, right? Let me ask you guys this. We we heard stories when OJ was in prison that he was, you know, king of the block. Like mm-hmm. people loved him and loved hanging out with him and that they were starstruck by a celebrity. Same thing with Bill Cosby. Do I'm you think sure. he is treated with kid gloves just because he's think. the cause? I'm sure. Yeah, I would so, think. So his experience is probably a little better than most most folks would be. Yeah. Yeah, he did join the Crips though, so that's <laughs> helping him out. It's good. And I also think and this could be totally wrong. I, Jensen, you spent more time on the inside than I have. Yeah. But I don't think there are a lot of people gunning to beat up an 80-year-old man. No. You know what I mean? Like, they don't look at him as a threat that they need to keep down. No, I don't think he needs a shank. All right. I hate that he's having a good time in there. That's I know. what I'm saying. I want it yeah. to be awful for him. Right? Yeah. And I don't like that he's like, oh, I'm trying to avoid bread and sweets. He shouldn't have bread and sweets. Yeah. Right. Should have yeah. slop. Yeah. Or just pudding. I'm just pudding for the rest That'd be of his great life. If he was only allowed to eat pudding forever. <laughs> That'd be so great. That's creative sentencing. I like oh, that. I love it. Have you guys heard about Tyra Banks and her next business venture? I don't think so. Nope. Did Did Life Size Two come out yet? 
<laughs> this, you guys, I need you to hold on to your butts, okay? She's creating her own universe called Model Land. It's an attraction set to open in late 2019 in Santa Monica. It's going to be uh, at Santa Monica Place. This isn't like one of those, you know, Instagram-friendly pop-ups where you just go, you take pictures for a couple weeks. This is a permanent attraction, and this will serve as the flagship attraction in a plan to expand globally. I know what you're saying. What is Model Land? I still don't know after I read this on Variety. She says that Model Land is going to be a place where the modeling world meets fantasy, meets entertainment, meets technology, meets retail, meets dining. Your fiercest self you could ever imagine. Um, may I just say... I want to go to there. Okay. She I said, think it sounds fun. She said, you have to go there. You have to be a part of it. You have to interact and focus on yourself. It's all about you. It's not just a place. It's a movement. Yes, it's an attraction (laughs) and a destination. But above all, it's the genesis for people with all types of different beauty to feel seen and validated. This is a multi-level ticketed attraction, and I don't know what you do there. I hope I, it's like Scientology. I hope, I like... hope it's like a zoo, but with models. <laughs> oh, that's cool, too. That's what I want it to it be. It says don't feed them, the whole thing. It's the same <laughs> yes. zoo. Yeah. I want to walk around and just watch the models live their lives behind bars. <laughs> got <laughs> real dark there. <laughs> real dark. So if anybody know, I feel like if we could get Tyra on to talk about Model Land, that would be phenomenal. Because yeah. I, I still don't understand what it is. Yeah. I mean, I love Tyra. You know that. I know. I feel like, I feel like the show has had a little bit of a, a falling out with her since her her talk show, because we made fun of it so mm, much for mm. so long because it was so bad. Right. That I, I'm not sh- I'm not positive that we're uh, we're in her good graces anymore. I have one thing to say to you. Mm-hmm. Kiss my fat ass. Yeah, that was the last oh. thing she said before she hung up the phone. Yeah. It was, it was Understandable. Kind of ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when she was afraid of dolphins? Yes. It's a great episode. It was a great episode. And then she had on someone and they were afraid of hawks. And she was like, we're going to help you. Do you remember this? No. Yes. We're going to help you out. We're going to help you out. So she gets up there and he, she goes, put your arm out, put your arm out. And he puts his arm out. And then the hawk comes and she's the one who runs away. She's like, oh, hawk, hawk. <laughs> she's the one who's afraid. And he and he was like, "Oh, this is this really did help me." And she was she had a phobia. She wasn't. She was under the table. Yeah, Good lord. My favorite episode of her show is when, if I remember correctly, she had more than one woman on who had multiple vaginas. <laughs> that was a great episode. What do you Talk, mean? She was talking to. I might even have some tape here. Hang on. She was uh, talking. I have I have some tape of it. I want to smell it. Oh, okay, Jensen. Not- <laughs> Damn it. All right, hang on. Let's see if we... Right now, there are five women on my stage. But between them, they have ten vaginas. <laughs> she found five what? women, each of whom had two vaginas. Wow. I don't know who's... I don't know who's booking her show, but give that person a raise because that could not have been an easy get. Yeah, I went to my family doctor and uh, told them that there was something different down there. And they scheduled an ultrasound and the ultrasound came up that I had two uterus. So you had two vaginas. Yes. So technically it's a left vagina and a right vagina. A left (laughs) vagina and a right vagina. And which vagina is your dominant? The right. So you have sex in the right one? Usually. Usually. (laughs) Usually. Technically, if you have two, you can use both. Do you have two clitorises? Uh, no. One clitoris. No. And only one G-spot, sadly. Oh. 
Well, it's not all uh, great news. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. That was a show that was odd, you guys. Also, her trying to be a doctor is great. Like, asking serious questions. Right, right. Which is your dominant one. Wow. That... I don't. I hope. So. I hope that. I hope those girls are at Model Land. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's one of the. I hope they have a special exhibit. <laughs> I. I am going to Google some stuff once I'm off the show because this is now fascinating. Do you feel a little disappointed to find out that you just have one vagina? A little bit. There was yeah. another option. We're disgusting. We're a disgrace to our family. But. It... Like, I've heard of, like, a wide-set vagina, mm-hmm. but having two, two yeah. next two working, to each other. Two working vaginas, yeah. Yes, science! But it's... Okay, I'm going to wait and do my own research. Okay, please. This is this is interesting. And Dave, if you're listening, get us on the guest list for Model Land when it opens. <laughs> yeah. Please get us a press release. Good Lord. Daddy Likey. <laughs> okay, all right. That just, that got... Even weirder at the whole thing. Hey, did you guys know that we're um, we're also a podcast? So if you're listening right now and you're like, whoa, what did I miss? A lot of good vagina talk other than just this. Yeah, you might have. So Related. You can... Today we had a victim, a, a, a victim of, of Ted Bundy on, mm-hmm. and she survived. But it's you can see the multifaceted abilities of us to go from this talk to... Something very serious. Okay. Uh-huh. Not sure how you said related at the beginning of that. <laughs> and that's where you wound up at the that's end. concerning, actually. Now, listen, Bean, when you asked me to do the tease at the end about the podcast, the answer's no. Okay? But we have a podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, you'll enjoy it. Whole show right there for you. Or I think at, you did a terrific job. Yeah, or at krock.com slash kbpodcast. <laughs> related. And then that, Jensen. I'm just saying, we do a lot of stuff. We have, we have multi multifaceted talents. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What else do we do today? That celebrity you... birthdays. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity birthdays. We did that a couple times. Uh-huh. I mean, that was me saying, "Hey, celebrity no, I birthdays." Got, I got it. I got it. I'm just, I'm enjoying him struggling. We talked about Valentine's Day gifts uh-huh. that are bad. Yeah. Also, we had on Taylor Williamson, who uh-huh. talked about how he survived the Ted Bundy thing. Happy birthday, Henry Rollins, Jerry Springer, Peter Gabriel, Robbie Williams, and that's what's happening. Hey, on your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. It's a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. All right, you think today was a show? Wait until tomorrow. Jensen's wife Mm -hmm. got him, I think, the most unusual Valentine's Day gift I think I've ever heard of. Well, she's planning. It's a whole planning. But, yes, it's part of our romantic gifts. Yes. It is happening. Mm-hmm. So we will discuss whether Jensen should be pleased with the gift or not. He's certainly going to pretend to be, but we'll see if he really is. Uh, also on the uh, program tomorrow, you cannot believe how many different kinds of yoga there are to do. Uh, there's yoga with your horse. Mm-hmm. There's hot yoga. What's the new yoga just announced that we uncovered today? Rage yoga. Rage yoga. It's where we'll you do discuss. yoga to just rage songs. Just that's, rage. Nope, that's not how it works at all. Okay. Oh. Also, a special Valentine's Day edition of Cheers with Beer Mug on the program tomorrow. We have Get Up on This because it's Thursday morning. Jensen, any hint on what you're going to be getting us up on? It's we have a guest coming in. That's all I'm giving you. Oh, all right, a guest. Uh, great comedian, friend of the show, Louis Anderson, joins us tomorrow and our weekly visit with Dr. Drew Pinsky as well. Plus, we'll continue to give away tickets for you to enjoy Vampire Weekend at the Hollywood Bowl and the grand prize drawing we'll do Monday to see the band in Spain. That's all tomorrow right here on K Rock. 
It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.